Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Good morning, Helen. Good morning, Helen. Thank you. Now, I won't hide it, but I shifted some heavy criticism for the last chat that you and I had on the radio simply because people wanted to hear more about the nitrate issue. But above all, what I've taken on board is people are very concerned about what life is like within the farming community uh, in County Wexford as we speak at the moment. But before I bring in uh, Alice and Pat to discuss this and to look at this in detail, can you update us on the nitrate issue, please, Ger? What's happening? Yes, and good morning again. Good morning to your listeners. I suppose we, when we spoke last week with regard to the derogation, um, it was just announced, so there was, there, there was a lot of uh, confusion and indeed a lot of anger. And I suppose... Uh, as I said to you at the time, if we had two weeks uh, sitting here, we still wouldn't probably wouldn't get to the bottom of the, the technicalities of it. But the derogation, what it simply means is that farm farmers who are highly stocked now have to cut back on their herd or they have to get, uh, purchase extra land or lease extra land to um, stay in, on a derogation of 220 kilograms per hectare. So it is causing a lot of issues. And I suppose we were, myself and Alice were at a meeting last night in Carlow, and it was really pointed out to us that this is not about the big, big dairy farms, not that there's many of them in Wexford, but it's about the medium-sized, the 100-cow um, farm. Because they, in reality, if they cannot uh, get extra land or, or lease land, that they are going to lose up to 15 cows out of their herd, which is basically a 15% cut in, mm. in, their, in their income. Mm. And at the moment, uh, the, the price of milk is very, very low. Of course, the other real issue with this in County Wexford, as I said, is that we're a high tillage um, county. And a lot of the tillage land is, is leased by, by farmers and they will come under severe pressure especially yeah. with the harvest which has been very poor this year they're going to come under pressure to actually hold on to the land they've got mm. and it's it's kind of this vicious circle and it's really it's it's really really worrying for everybody and all these farm families that are out there and we want to look at uh, the the inside of farm life with Alice now in just a second to bring in Pat too but Kevin messaged me late yesterday afternoon he says the farmers need to come together and bring on a big blockade the time for talking is over block the city of Dublin they're trying to cut back on the herd go to New Zealand if you went out into a field there you would think it was after raining calves and they are cutting back and the herd here. So, has Kevin got a point, sir? There's, there's a, there's a several, he's covered several issues in, in one go there. Yes, um, this is, we in Ireland have probably one of the best um, systems for, for, for rearing calves or rearing and uh, milking in the world. We have a grass-based system, hence the reason why we have a derogation. Hmm. And, we're, you know, to, to start losing that because there's a perception out there that water quality um, is, is really poor. Actually, Ireland's is the best in the European Union at the moment. But we have changed so much in the last two to three years in, in practices within the farming industry. And they're not, we're not even given a chance to test it and to see where we are at the, at the moment. Mm. So it's very frustrating. As, as to, to blocking up the whole place... Um, you won't get much favour for that. Uh, well, that, that's my, you you that, get a lot of anger for that. That's my, that's my point. Like We need the public to be on our side. We need people to understand the pain that's going on within farming at the moment. And if we start blocking up the road, yep. or, 
uh, streets of Dublin. The people of streets of Dublin don't really care. They I go mean, into a supermarket for the milk. Th- there's a conception out there that uh, farming is a great life, and there's no such thing as a poor farmer. And I know already uh, the text line is open 0873737956. And those of you who are engaged in this topic and would like to air your views, why don't you pick up the phone and give Mary Anna a call, just like what Kevin did, and we'll, we'll call out your message. But Alice, there is this idea that that farming life is uh, is very good. It's very healthy. You're very wealthy and that you're always putting on the poor mouth. So, I mean, that they're not my views, but their views expressed to me. So before I get a host of texts on that uh, issue, answer that. Uh, yeah, some of what you said is very true. Farming, if everything was going well, is a wonderful life and it's a great way to live. It's a great way for children to be brought up on a family farm. Couldn't ask for better. That's assuming that everything was all red and rosy, but it's not like that, unfortunately at the moment, because farmers are facing so many pressures and it's these pressures are no different than any other fa- family, whether you're on a farm or, or elsewhere. And just because you live on land and you seem to have an asset base doesn't mm. mean that you're making money. Mm. Uh, we can be very, you can be asset rich and absolutely absolutely not have a penny. And unfortunately at the moment, even though farmers have an asset, they're not being allowed to use that asset to produce uh, the food that is needed around the world, needed in our own country first. They're not allowed to do that in order to make an income. And it's, it's lovely to have a building, but if you can't rent that building, that building is costing you money. Uh, it's the same with a farm. If you have a farm and you can't farm it in such a way that you can produce food on it, because that's right. what farms produce, then you are uh, in, you're in negative equity. You, you have a, an asset, but you you have no income and mm. it, you need income to live and that's the problem with farming at the moment and it's the pressures that are coming on farmers as the result of not being able to make this income every farmer would use his farm okay. to make or her farm to make an income if they could and that would reduce the pressures can you explain to me what those pressures are the, look, there's a, a list of pressures the length of my arm, Alan, but t- the ones that are really at the moment, there's the immediate ones and there's the, 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 the ongoing ones. The immediate ones, of course, is the weather at the moment and it has affected every farm family because they're trying to get the harvest in, trying to get silage in to produce food, you know, food for the animals for the winter. That's the immediate one. So the weather has been a, a big one. You have the price reduction. We have poor prices for all our commodities this year. Everything from milk down to beef to sheep to tillage, uh, everything. The, 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 co- the income is way down. On top of that, we will have no income coming into us in October, which we should have had coming in. We would have had the 75% of the BIS, which is the Basic Farm Payment, known as the Basic Farm Payment, should have been coming in on the 15th of October this year. We've been told by the Minister now that that's not going to come in for at least a week. And we're told now at least a week, and we can't even be told that... that What's the effect of that, (coughs) then, when when payments are delayed? the, The effect of that is... I'll give you two examples. First of the thing is, many farmers have loans to repay. They have direct debits to meet. They have merchants to meet. But they also have a family to feed inside. Mm. And the money, this money comes every year. It's the basic farm payment coming from CAP, which is like somebody getting their pension on a Friday, a person getting their salary, you know, at the end of the month. This, we get it once a year. We've been told that that's going to be delayed for at least a week. And that's only at least a week. We don't know for how long because of inadequacy of of computers within the Department of Agriculture. Now, can you just imagine that if every pensioner who went to collect his pension on a Friday was told, oh, there's a, we can't, the computers are not good enough in the Department of Social Welfare to pay the pensions, there'd be anarchy on the street because they wouldn't have an income. Or if a big company said, we haven't got the money, no, we have the money, but we, the computer system won't pay you uh, at the end of the month. Uh, you could, you'll have to live for the next uh, you know, month without any money. That's what farmers are being told, that we are due this income 
right. on the 15th of October, but we don't know when we're going are, to Are you at boiling point? Oh, absolutely. Mm. I mean, the frustration is palpable out there, but not just the frustration. Like, frustration is fine for a period of time. People can, can control frustration for a while, and they, they deal with it in a physical sense. You go out and you walk it off, or you, you know, you, you shout it off, or you do whatever. But now it's getting to the stage where it's impacting on their health, mm. really impacting on their health, and we are seeing this in families in general. What are you seeing? We're seeing people who are so down and out that they cannot look to tomorrow. They are saying, what, where am I going? What, I can't do anything. I have a family... And is that happening here in Wexford? Oh, it, it's happening in every parish, in every single in parish. In County Wexford. In County Wexford and across the country. I've been from Donegal to Kerry in the last couple of weeks and I'm seeing it everywhere. And it's we are as bad down here. Actually, we're nearly worse down here in one way because we are now going to be hit by the biggest drop in, in the BIS payment in the southeast. Because Explain that. Can you put... That, uh, yeah, in the southeast we would have had quite good uh, basic payment, what was called the basic payment. It's the BIS payment. And that was from, from CAP. And that was our income our supplement, our income supplement for the year. Right. Now, we're going to have the biggest drop in the country because we're the most productive part and the most productive parts are being hit by the biggest cut mm. in the basic farm payment. And now right. the farmers here with the biggest output, the biggest yeah. outlay of finance are going to be hit by the biggest uh, okay. cut in that. So it's, yeah. it's, it's palpable and I am very worried about farm right. families because you have the farmer who's worried, now you have those inside the house are being badly affected because right. the money isn't there for going back to school, right. for education, I want to bring Pat in. I just want to bring. A co- I told you we would get comments in, and I'm, I'm go- I've got to reflect what's coming into me. Uh, this texter says, "If any other business is not profitable, you rethink. Why do farmers think they need grants and subsidies all the time when they go to Dublin to block the streets with millions of euro worth of machinery? It's a contradiction." And, and Pat, can I, I just ask you that question because when Ger and I went down to the Banner with Hangin Shore, you go to the Ploughing Championship, you see these massive, incredible machines, and you and I have been at them, Ger, and, and, and they cost hundreds of thousands of euros and that's what gives people the idea that farmers are incredibly wealthy Uh, certainly not and uh, not everybody can buy these certainly not and and, and like I mean you see the tractors there I mean there's repayments on them and there's a huge cost there they're all over hundreds of thousands of euros and like they're they're huge money but particularly look at a county here in Wexford we've 4,000 close to 4,000 farmers we've 2,500 direct jobs linked to agriculture in this county and 15,000 indirectly indirectly so like I mean agriculture is the backbone of the Wexford economy and when agriculture is not going well the Wexford economy is not going well and I suppose the in, the importance of agriculture in this county and in the total south east is, is massive Alan and I, I suppose looking at um, the whole economy where we're going we've lost 6 million um, with the change in Just explain income. that to me because Ger so, put his hand is, can you explain the detail of that 6 so million? 6 million in, in one year? In, in, in Overall in cap per year yeah uh, particularly if you look so at that's 6 million gone out of the Wexford economy. Out of the Wexford economy. Where the thing is being flattened out, this has happened because Wexford farmers were and particularly South East farmers are active farmers would be quite productive and they are the farmers that are probably being crucified most with the drop in the rise in input costs and the drop in in, in, in say commodity prices and particularly uh, if you look at 2022 and the drop in 23 there's been a massive drop um, I suppose the other thing is the minister has failed to engage and work with the farmers I mean um, that's why this frustration. We had our which minister, Minister, minister McConnellog. We had when, when you say because I want to go back to the minister's office and and put forward, and I'm going to send him a, a copy of this interview as well. So when you say the minister has failed, can you outline in detail 
why he has failed and where you think he needs to improve. He needs to engage and sit down with the IFA and other farm groups. He has failed to do this. What do you mean engage? He engage. And when I say that, I mean, um, particularly if you look at um, deals that are being done, particularly on the, the nitrate derogation, he done that over a Zoom call in Brussels. He didn't actually even travel out there. And, like, I mean... Are you, we appalled, were not, by, are you appalled by that? We are. And, uh, and like, I mean... What do you mean he didn't travel out to he the He didn't action? travel out. He done it by Zoom call from here. He didn't even sit down and negotiate. And if with, I, is with, your with feeling Brussels. because he did that that you feel he's disrespecting I think so. Farmers. And we're... Um, we had our exe- executive, county executive on Monday night and there was a good crowd ahead. And, like, I mean, people were at boiling point by the fact that they didn't... There's, they're, they're, they've lost confidence in the minister and I think yeah. our own politicians here need to put pressure on the minister to sit down and engage with farmers um, like there's, 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 um, this year you're going to see a lot of farmers under pressure with tax, bill, tax bills and different things because they're waiting for money well, to come What happens in. if a farmer finds himself under pressure financially then? Like the, 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 the texture was all about the, the cost of machinery. You, you talked about you have to finance the machines. And this texture has bounced back and said, well, ask Pat, who gives the farmers, if they're poor, finance for these machines? So you see, that I'm not expressing, this is not my personal view, but I, I, these views are coming in and I've thrown Three of you in studio here, and I need to express them. You're, well, you're, you're, I come back to you on this, Alice, in a second. Just from a, a different angle, like I mean, there's a huge amount of people are dependent on the farming economy to go on well. Um, tra- tractor dealers um, for the seller tractors, vets, yeah. all different um, industry, all different sectors. If if agriculture is not going well, um, the whole economy is not going well. Then. Right, okay. But in relation to how getting finance, is it difficult for, for farmers to get finance? Well, it's gone harder. Like, I mean, um, particularly yeah. if you look at interest rates where they've risen from this time last year, yeah. like it's been, and continuing to rise, and people are com- becoming more and more under pressure with the, with the yeah. fact that interest rates are rising. Alan. And I suppose looking from the livestock sector, being a yeah. livestock farmer... Talk to farmer, me about sheep, because that's the one that you... Uh, I mean, I've been with you on a couple of occasions, and we talked sheep, so what's the story with... If you're a sheep farmer in Wexford, what's life? If you're a pig farmer Uh, Chagas figures for um, 2022 showed profit levels of €7 a yo um, per yo. That was the profit levels. So them uh, figures are based on including the the, uh, sheep support. Uh, what's happened is, and we have been continuing to look for supports from the Minister, he has failed to listen to what we, we've been saying on that end of it. Particularly from the time Brexit happened, Alan. Um, when Brexit happened, the British done a trade deal with New Zealand and Australia. They have um, allowed large numbers of, of New Zealand lamb to yeah. come into the UK. In, in turn, the UK yeah. is uh, depressing the European market by putting yeah. in large volumes of lamb into the, into the yeah. EU market. Hence, um, doing doing our own and uh, putting pressure on our own okay. end as well. All right. Jerry has sent in a texture, and yes. I, I, I mean, if the people are supportive of the farming uh, uh, organisations and farmers as well, by all means, get your message in. Jerry says, "Good Lord, Alan, do farmers never stop moaning? What supplements do us mere mortals get? Look at what farmers drive. Look at the big houses they live in. Get on with it or get out. I'm sick of them," says Jerry, and he's put his name and his number on this. Not, yeah, what do you say to Jerry? That's absolutely fine. But um, this is if Jerry's got a big house and a big garden and he has no money to, to feed his children, does he sell his house and live in a caravan? 
Because a farm, a farm Has is... Has that happened in Wexford? Well, like there's another comment. Will you tell not to be poor-mouthing about money? They're getting handouts right, left and centre. They think they're above everyone else. Suck it up just like every other businesses have to. So, I mean, that's what's coming in, Jerry. No, I, I understand. And that, uh, that shows that people really don't understand how farming works today. Like, we're talking about the BIS payment, um, mm. the, the CAP payments that we get. That, that, well, that whole system is born out of a cheap food policy yeah. for you, the European Union. We get we get the the, the payments to, so that we don't actually get paid for our, properly for our products. Now, if people want to pay double or triple the price for their food, that's perfect. I'd be quite happy to give back all of the yeah. payments I get and let people pay double I, I, or triple I, I, the price. I, I'm looking at the clock, and I, mm-hmm. I've allocated the first 25 minutes of this, and uh, I have to go to the bingo, or I'll be in trouble with the bingo uh, bingo players. So we've got four or five minutes left, but Anne-Marie is a farmer, she says. I know farmers have never had it better. Look around you. All new tractors, trailers, all kind of new machinery. Farmers have got into the habit of just complaining and don't know how else to live. It's a way of life. I can't walk the roads in my area with cow droppings and muck all over the road. They never clean a road, which is so dangerous. I had to wash all my clothes after a cycle the other other days the road was so dirty. Also farmers are ruining our rivers. I see where farmers are letting their animal waste go into the river and have no shame about this. Farmers got away with so much for so long polluting water and speeding with large machinery in the roads and leaving roads in an awful mess. I am so annoyed with the local farmers and Anne-Marie has put her has put her number in this. Pat Murray let you answer that because yeah, you're I, boiling here. I thought, yeah. Don't come over yeah. the, don't I, come I, over I, the I, desk I, at me. I'm yeah. actually disappointed to hear like I mean people with them views because particularly um uh, farming has invested huge amounts in slurry storage mm. um, like I mean the agricultural sector um, the figures are out there yeah. uh, as regards income um, we're going to see a massive drop in income this year and it's going to have a yeah. huge knock on effect so like I mean I am disappointed like that people take them views I think that yeah. um, there is a, there is a lot of people out there understand the importance of agriculture here in this county right. and the benefits and like I mean there is uh, certain times when, when weather conditions, you do have to go and spread story yeah, and different things. Is. And like at the same time, um, it's it's um, like a farm is a working place. Like, right. I mean, the very same. And, 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 and I, like I, people I, do long I, hours. I'm reflecting well what's coming in. I want to reflect people's supportive of you as well. Eric says, livestock sales. I want to support the three guys from the IFA this morning. He's from Tuller Livestock Sales. There has to be pressure put on the minister to deliver payments on time. Uh, I have been with you, Ger. I've been on farms that are in dire poverty as well and mm. I think I can reflect that on the basis of also I spent uh, one harvest a wet harvest with a Mr Wheelock on his combine harvester and he described yes. to me and I still remember that farming can be an incredibly lonely life and also uh, I have another text in small dairy farm anybody with 100 cows or less will be put out of business Alice I'll let you uh, this, this, is the, this is the mental health aspect which is your, what you're very strong on Yeah and I, I'm really concerned about how people feel I'm also concerned that people People, uh, you know, from the general public, uh, are, don't understand how how we can feel too. We're human as well, and we we have this huge amount of pressure coming on us, yeah. and the, we don't have all the supports that we would like to have either. But I'm not right. looking for support. I'm asking that you know, the, you know, on a positive in a positive sense here. Next Sunday here in Wexford at Wheelux, uh, f- um lovely restaurant out in the in Enniscorthy, the village in Enniscorthy. We have a walk on that day at two o'clock. We're yeah. asking everybody, including okay. farmers. Now we're asking everybody 
anybody else to come out as well and join any farmers that are there on the right. day going for a walk to get out and to walk and talk because people are so worried and so frustrated I think they need to get away okay. from it they need to get away from the farm get a little walk have a little t- a talk with the other people around you and share share how we feel with our non-farming people and I think it would help to bridge the gap between and how you farmer remind and me of that. I'm, I'm going to have to wrap it up in a second but your comments about the Minister dealing with the nitrate issue uh, by Zoom is getting quite a lot of reaction. Mike says we have ministers that will not stand up for the Irish people. The agricultural minister listening to you Pat according to Mike says couldn't care less about the farmers. He will still get his big wages. It doesn't matter to any minister as long as they get paid. And clearly that's Mike's view. Yeah. Yeah. And clearly Alan the Fianna Fáil thinking, and like, I mean, we, we protested outside of that there um, during the last few days. And what sort of reaction did you and get to that? The, the agriculture wasn't on the agenda. No, it wasn't even on the and agenda. And this is, this is what shocks us. An important industry, with all the things that's happening in agriculture there at the moment, wasn't on the agenda. Yeah. And he was the Minister for Agriculture. Like, I mean, the r- rural, as rural Ireland, we're not, like, we feel we're being left behind. And, like, I mean, we have the Green Party actually seem to be running the government. And, like, we're, we're as, 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 as farmers, like, I mean, yeah. we feel frustrated. We're not being, our viewers is not being All listened right. to. You know the bingo numbers, uh, bingo players are waiting. So, Alison, I started with Gerard, went on to pass, so I'm going to leave the final word to you. One comment that was made to me that stuck out was, when, when I dealt with Gerard last week on the telephone, someone sent in a text, and it, it registered with me, and I said, I, I'm going to talk to you about it. And it basically was that we talk about farming as a business, but the human element of it is that most people's homes is their business. And I think the point the listener made to me was, why did I neglect to bring that aspect of it, the human element of it? So that has to be my final question. The link between farming as a business and farming as a way of life and, uh, you know, the, the, the living aspect of it. So I'll, I'll put that to you. That's a, it's a very, very good point. Farmers live on the farm. They live, they eat, they drink it every day. They can't go away from it. We can't walk away at five o'clock in the evening because something has to be done. And if things are not going right, we can, can't walk away and say, oh, we'll come back to it yeah. tomorrow. We have to stick with it. Our children are involved, our husbands, our wives are involved. So every family member is involved in the farm family. So when it's when it's going well, it's all going well for everybody. But when it's going bad, it's going badly for everybody. And that pressure impacts on every single person on the farm. And that's why something else I've often spoken to you about, Alan, is about the accidents on farms. And a lot of the reasons we have these accidents because people are pressurised, they're living in this pressure, you know, room all the time. They're there all day, every day, and they don't get a chance to get away from it. And they are feeling it and we're having more accidents on farms and I really do wonder is some of that coming from the increased stress and pressure that people are under. They're working under that and if you if you work in a business you have a health and safety officer come in every day yeah. and he'll say you can't do that, you can't do that. If you're not feeling well go home. If you're on a farm you have no health and safety yeah. officer, you have no one to say go home. You're on, you are home. So you are working there. And that's why we, we really do believe that people need to get a little break away from it every so yeah. often just to get, to let away that pressure, to let away that valve, you know, the, open the valve, let away the pressure. But they're still coming back to it the next day. They're living on it. And that's the difference. You're living and you're working 24 hours a day, 365 days a week in the one spot. And that is very, very difficult. And I would, I just would say to to all the people who are texting you and contacting the show, actually, I am actually delighted to hear them. I think people people need to un- understand. And I would say to you, next Sunday at two o'clock in Wheelocks, um, the village, if you really want to know what farming or what we're going through, come out. 
And I said to that yeah. lady that had to, to wash her clothes because she was out walking, you won't, you won't get dirty in wheelocks. Come along and talk to us and we'll explain to you exactly what it's like. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast.